We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Today on Watching Your Wealth, what you need to know about investing in craft beer. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Bart Watson is chief economist at Brewers Association. Welcome, Bart. Thanks for having me. Bart, you have kind of a cool job. I just want to say that to begin with. How neat. Uh, Bart, so it seems like everyone and their mom has a craft brewery these days. Can you give us a sense of how big is this market? It's big and getting bigger. Uh, we have more breweries now in the United States than we've ever had before. We're at about 5,400 total breweries, and more are coming. The Tax and Trade Bureau, which is the federal uh, group that uh, regulates beer, um, is now counting 7,700 active licenses. And, um, you know, collectively, they're, they're making a lot of beer, too. So um, they have about 12%, a little bit more, of the U.S. beer market, which is a, a huge market, a 200 million barrel beer market. Um, and their retail sales last year were $23.5 billion. So that's about 22% share of, of total retail sales of beer in the U.S. Wow. So if you're one of those people and say you're brewing at home and you're thinking, you know what, this is pretty good. I want to start my own business. What do you need to understand about the business? What do you need to know? Sure. Well, I think first you have to understand that the business has changed a lot. It's a more competitive marketplace. Um, you know, making great beer is no longer enough. You, you know, you really need to have a very well-defined business plan, you know, that um, takes into account, you know, what your local market looks like, what your ultimate goals are. Um, and I think, you know, you really have to think about differentiating more, just coming into the market, making, you know, a, a normal suite of beers, you know, beer styles that are, that are you know, more traditional uh, may not be enough, particularly if you're thinking about opening in a market where there is already a brewery or two breweries or a dozen breweries. That makes a lot of sense. So in terms of your goals for the business, you'd want to see, like, oh, do I want to make this a national brand or just a local brand? Is that what you mean? Exactly. And, you know, I think the days of, of making it a national brand are, are really gone for a startup company. So, you know, where am I going to fit in my, you know, local or regional economy? Um, and how am I going to, you know, build a model? Is it, you know, something where I'm going to look through broader distribution? Or am I looking to have, you know, small tasting rooms? Um, you know, what are the, not just the styles of beer that you're going to make, but what is your business model going to look like and how does that fit with the existing industry where you're located? How do people typically set up those distribution deals? Because sometimes you'll go to the restaurant and they'll say, oh, you know, we have an exclusive offer for this type of brew and we only have a certain amount of it and we want to sell it to you today. You know, how does that happen? Do people go, like brewers go door to door to restaurants saying, can you know, carry my stuff or they try to hook up with bigger, you know, food stores or something just to carry their, their brew? That's a great question, and it really varies place by place. Beverage alcohol law is, is not set at the federal level. Most of it's set at the state level. Um, but the vast majority of beer in the U.S. goes through what's called a three-tier system. So a brewer sells it to a distributor who then sells it to a retailer. And that means that the brewer and the distributor are really partners in trying to find that, that broader distribution, trying to find those outlets. So you'll often see brewers who have sales reps in the field, but also distributors who are you know, thinking about their portfolio and, and pushing it out to particular accounts. Um, that does change somewhat in places where brewers can self-distribute, um, but that's the, generally how most beer flows through the system. How much money do you need to seriously get something like this going? 
you know, again, I think it depends on the scale you're looking at. Um, you know, I think that's the capital has gone up, uh, particularly as that experiential part, the tasting room has become more important. Um, you know, I used to say, if you're really serious about this, you know, half a million dollars, I think it's more like a million these days. Um, and it goes up from there. We certainly see brewery startups that are, that are spending, you know, tens of millions of dollars if they're looking to have a broader distribution and a larger brewing system. Now, you said a mistake people tend to make is they may know the service side of the business, but not the production side of the business. So can you walk us through what that means? Yeah, and I think there's there's another side, too, which is just the general business side. You know, we see breweries fail uh, for a number of reasons. You know, one is that they don't have the beer brewing experience, and so they're not making products that are high enough quality to stand out in the marketplace. But we also see people who fail on the business side. They make great beer, but they don't understand the intricacies of the three-tier system. They don't understand how their beers are going to get to market. Um, and so they're unable to, even if they have a great uh, beer or two, they're unable to capitalize on those opportunities and, and get it in the lugs of beer drinkers. Interesting. So say someone's a little scared off by this and they say, you know what, I, I don't want to start up my own. I just want to invest in a craft brewery. How do they get started in that? Sure. So most investments are going to be private. There aren't a lot of publicly traded craft breweries. There are a few. Um, so you're going to be, you know, investing with a, you know, a small company, uh, probably, you know, at the early stages, you know, when they're, they're still accepting investment. And, you know, I think the things to keep in mind are, you know, again, what do you want to get out of this? Um, you know, if you want a large return on your investment, you're probably going to have to be willing to invest for a while. Uh, breweries are capital intensive, they take a long time to grow, and they often require more capital as they grow. So um, there isn't a lot of profitability early on if they're getting big. Um, on the other hand, if you're willing to have you know a more limited investment or you know get that return sooner, you're probably not going to make enormous amounts of money because it's going to be a more small service-focused concept. So this isn't really a get-rich-quick scheme in by any means. No, no, not at all. And, you know, certainly some people, you know, have made, you know, a, a lot of money investing in, you know, their small local brewery startup as they got big. But, um, you know, I think those prospects for breakout growth have gone down a little bit. Um, and certainly while there probably will be a few going forward, it's it's going to have to be a patient investor who's willing to take the risk and, and wait it out to see those returns. It seems like you really need to be on board with the owners in terms of their overall timeline and strategy so you don't get frustrated. I'd completely agree with that. I think fit is a really important part of investing in any craft brewery, making sure you're aligned on the goals. Um, you've talked about, you know, what the next stage looks like, you know, whether you're going to raise more capital down the road to continue growing. Um, so, so I think that's certainly a very important part of it. Bart, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'd love for you to take our fun craft brewing quiz. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Enjoy our podcasts? Then listen in your car. Before you start down the road, just sync your smartphone using Bluetooth or plug into the USB port. Got Apple CarPlay? Just tap on the podcast app and search for WSJ. So, the next time you're getting behind the wheel, take us along and enjoy the ride. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with Brewers Association's Bart Watson, who's going to take our fun craft brewing quiz. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What's the best craft brewing advice you ever heard? Uh, don't lose sight of the fact that beer is fun. 
That's true. Worst craft brewing advice you ever heard. Um, all you have to worry about is the beer. People forget about the business side. Fill in the blank. Craft beer can buy. Community. Fill in the blank. Craft beer can't buy. Uh, Super Bowl ads. <laughs> if you won $1 million after tax, what would you do with it? Well, I'm an economist, so I'm allowed to give the boring answer. Pay off debts and invest in a well-diversified portfolio. Always a good strategy. Thanks for joining us, Bart. Thanks for having me. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Enjoy our podcast? Then listen in your car. Before you start down the road, just sync your smartphone using Bluetooth or plug into the USB port. Got Apple CarPlay? Just tap on the podcast app and search for WSJ. So the next time you're getting behind the wheel, take us along and enjoy the ride. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.